Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, your house smells. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. My house smells too. I'm not, I'm not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home, but just time means you're going to acquire smells, whether those are cooking smells that get in your paint, your carpet. Maybe they're animal smells. Maybe you're a smoker or someone else was. Just living creates smells. I didn't realize that my home had a smell to it until I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier I've ever ever owned in my life. This thing, I had it plugged in for two hours. I came back in the room and my air smelled so clean. I now own three of them. I'm not making that up. This thing has absolutely changed me on top of what it's done for my allergies. Go get one. Get two. Be like me and get three. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE. That gets you 10 bucks off and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com. Promo code JESSE. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. 
What would it take for you to give your child poison? We will talk about that coming up today on the Jesse Kelly Show. It's a Monday. It's going to be awesome. We have somebody who has seen the truth, and it's confusing them a great deal over on MSNBC, Hunter Biden. What's going on? Minneapolis is on fire again, and probably not for the last time this year. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about why Marines, why such a high percentage of Marines are rejecting the COVID vaccine. All that's coming up today on the Jesse Kelly Show. We have Michael Malice coming up in the second hour. You longtime listeners know he joins me every Monday. Always, always has something interesting to say. But first, let's rewind. Let's talk about cults. Have you ever been fascinated by one? You know you have. Don't lie. Now, you've never wanted to join, most likely. Or, I mean, maybe you did join. But I'm assuming you didn't want to join. But there's something fascinating about them. They always have some weird name. There's always some weird leader. There's always a very, very, very odd way the world's going to end. I I think it was the Heaven's Gate people. I remember this from my childhood. I think they were out in California. They thought the world was going to end, that that something was behind a comet that that was passing by. And they all killed themselves in their bunks peacefully. It's very, very weird. But here's the thing you and I do. We make this mistake. We think of these people who join cults as being idiots or just really conspiracy theorists or desperate or drug addicts or blah, blah, blah. blah. And they don't get me wrong. That can be true, certainly. But here's why we do that. We do that when it comes to cults for the same reason we do that with history's monsters. You know, I talk about this to you all the time. The most obvious example is Nazis, but you pick anybody, Nazi camp guard, whatever. Pick a monster from history who's done something unspeakable, unspeakable. And you like to think of them as something other than human, a demon. That's a, a, it's, it's a monster, but they're not. They are human beings, possibly with a twisted upbringing, possibly with a very normal upbringing. Every SS camp guard marching Jews by the thousand into the gas chambers was not somebody who grew up abused, rough home, violent upbringing. Lots of those guys had mom and dad at home, sometimes church on Sunday. You and I like to imagine people around the world and throughout history that have done terrible things as being something other than human because you and I like to do this, and I really like to do this. Oh, I could never do that. That's not something I could ever do. Well, surely, well, yeah, that, that idiot could, but not me. Be careful about that. I will tell you this as somebody who, I won't say I have a huge fascination with cults, but I have... 
I, I read everything on them I can when I find like a big one. I don't know why I find it interesting. I just find the human mind interesting and what, what motivates people to be interesting. And on almost all of them, it doesn't start out with Joe Schmo walking in a gas station to get a Slurpee and he sees some group of 15 weirdos chanting around some burning paper in the ground or something and says, oh, that looks like a fun cult. I think I'll join. It starts like everything else starts. It starts small. Hey, Bill, want to come out for a beer? How many of you would say yes to a free beer? See what I mean? Then it moves from there to you should meet my friend. Oh, hey, we're doing a get-together on Friday. Should be fun. Might be some pretty girls there. Before you know it, you're part of a group. Now, the 60s and 70s, To set up our story here, in case you haven't figured it out yet, we are going to be talking about Jim Jones and the Jonestown Massacre. But the 60s and 70s was huge for cults in America. Manson was a cult. It was just huge for this time. Why? Well, it's a great time to talk about why. One, drugs. Drugs certainly did come into play there. It was a time where the country was... Really expanding its drug use hugely. And that just makes the human mind more pliable. No, I'm not doing your your father thing. Don't do drugs. I mean, although you obviously probably shouldn't do drugs, but I'm not your pastor and not your dad. It's not my business. But there's a reason historically and today, whenever a nation state gets a prisoner they're trying to manipulate, they drug them. People who are victims of human trafficking are routinely drugged. Drugs make you pliable. Drugs make you more able to be swayed. And that got huge in the 60s. And there were huge societal reasons in the 60s for cults as well. There was the Vietnam War. This was the part, and a lot of people will say, probably not wrongly, this was where the America that we know really started to go downhill and it's just picking up speed from the 60s ever since. It's where a bunch of communist radicals really started taking over various parts of our education system and whatnot, which is why we have what we have. But anyway, huge societal changes, people starting to question things, a huge society pull away from church. That that was a big part of it, too, when they talk about it. People are, like, we, like we've always talked about, and the nation needs a religion. Not preaching at you. I don't. You need a religion. A, a nation does as a whole. Not you individually. You do what you want. But as a whole, a nation must have one. Whether you're Aztecs cutting people's hearts out, whether you're Saudi Arabia with Islam, whether you're America with Christianity, whatever you have, you have some kind of mooring, some kind of moral mooring. You have to have one. Well, when people lose that, they go searching for other ones. And that was why the cults came. Now let's talk about a man named Jim Jones. Jim Jones was born in 1931. He was born during the Great Depression. And tough upbringing is probably putting it a little bit mildly. At one point in time, he's living with his mom in like a shanty. If you if you see it, it's a shack. It's 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 amazing people live this way. But to this day, remember, people live this way. No insulation, running water. What? I just got some sheet metal to cover up that one hole we still had in the wall. The rain kept blowing in there. It was annoying. We got that covered up now, though. 
We should stay mostly dry for the night until the roof starts leaking on us again. That's how people live their lives. And Jim Jones was a very strange man early on. There's always that argument people have, and they will always have it, of whether people, especially bad people, are born that way or made that way. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not qualified to speak on that. I will tell you this. From an early, early age, people thought this Jim Jones dude was very weird. Very weird. Very into death. He was obsessed about reading the Bible, which there's nothing wrong with being obsessed about reading the Bible, but he took it to a dark place. He would kill animals so he could perform Christian funeral services for them and bury them in the backyard. Like I said, yeah, weird. Really, really weird. Just not the kind of neighbor you have. Honey, uh, do you see the neighbor kid, Jim? Is that our cat? You know, that kind of thing. And he's a good student. He starts to hear about this thing. Perhaps you've heard this word on my show before. This is as he's coming up, teenage years, 20s. He starts to hear about this thing called communism. And he likes it. Hang on, we got that, and we have an MSNBC host finding out about reality. Hang on. Jesse Kelly, on air and online at jessekellyshow.com. Jake's Mint Chew will help you quit dipping tobacco. And I know this because I'm somebody who dipped for years, and I'm somebody who tried every stupid thing to quit tobacco and failed at doing so. Jake's Mint Chew is tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. They have 11 different flavors of long cut, and hear me out here, CBD pouches. They have four different flavors of the CBD pouches. These things are so effective at taking the edge off. I have people write me almost every day now saying they're helping them quit smoking because you can sit at your desk and just have a little CBD pouch in your lip. You can, you can sit at the house and instead of going outside to burn a cigarette, put one of these in. Go. Go to jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Use the promo code JESSE at checkout for 20% off. Jesse Kelly returns next. It is the world famous Jesse Kelly show. It is world famous, Chris. International downloads all over the place now, baby. 877-377-4373, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Call, email your love, your hate, your death threats, your ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday. I actually have one I'm going to answer today. I do have some sad news to give you, though, before I continue my story about Jim Jones and the Jonestown Massacre. And before we get to the Black Lives Matter millionaire and the newest from Dr. Fauci. <sighs> Bear with me a moment. I don't like to I don't like to be too heavy or down on the show. Certainly nothing 
nothing that affects me personally. I just you don't you don't come to the radio for that. I don't blame you. It's my job to make your day a little bit better, but when something happens that hits home, I'm I have to get behind the microphone and I have to be honest about it. You've seen all this uh all this rioting in Minneapolis that's going on. It's terrible right now. There was a cops. Well, I'm not going into the details because I don't know all the details yet, and everyone's running their mouth, and it's really bad. But there's violent rioting going on all over Minneapolis right now, and I just, I just got word that they got Little Caesars. What, Chris? Little Caesars is fantastic. Five dollars for a, a large pepperoni? What's wrong with you? I'm not going to be lectured about saving money from you ever. If Jewish producer Chris thinks he's going to lecture me about saving money, that's not bad pizza for $5. $5 for a hot and ready? By the way, it's never hot and ready. It's either it's either 9,000 years old or, oh, that'll be 15 minutes. Wait, it's going to be 15 minutes for my hot and ready pizza? Yeah, we have to make it first. <laughs> but it looks like they got Little Caesars. Those jerks. Gosh. All right. Back to our story. Jim Jones, an odd young man killing animals to perform funeral rites in his backyard, goes from being, you know, a kind of a devoutly Christian young man. It appeared, I, I, you know, you, you never know. You're just going off what witnesses say, but really started to fall in love with communism. Of course, he's learning this communism in school. Like I said, this this didn't start today. People were learning about the greatness of communism a long time ago. He starts to get really angry that America is anti-communist. And, or America was anti-communist, I should say. And he decides he's going to, quote, infiltrate the church. He's going to start making sure communism is something that is preached from the pulpit. And look. Jim Jones would be a very happy man if he could see what we have today. But anyway, that's another story entirely. He is a hustler at heart. I don't know, because I, I really dug into this. I don't know whether he was a natural hustler or at this point in time he was just trying to make ends meet. But when I say hustler, this is what I mean by hustler. He went door-to-door, a door-to-door salesman. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Nothing wrong with being a salesman. Nothing wrong with being, you know, the door-to-door vacuum cleaner salesman. Go out there, hustle, make your money, do what you have to do to feed your family. He sold monkeys. He went door-to-door selling monkeys. And because I have a weird brain, and I know that you know this, but I have a weird brain I want to hear the monkey pitch, and I want to know how much. And, you know, it's really terrible. Somebody had asked me, I'm, I'm going to go off on a side note here. Somebody had asked me, uh, hang on, let, where do I get this email here? Oh, here it is. First of all, email. I told you I read your emails on the air. Dear J. Steele Kelly, I'm in desperate need of some What Chris merch. Shirts, mugs, so on and so forth. We are going to get some What Chris merch, by the way. I did not realize this was going to become a thing. Lastly, she finishes up. Also, I didn't want to like the history section of your show because my listening time is limited thanks to the little rugrats around my house, but dang if you didn't suck me in. Now I can't miss it. I even look forward to it because you make it so interesting. But I got to know, how do you decide which stories to tell 
And how do you have time to research a different story for every show? Keep being handsome on the radio. Says I can read her name. Okay, her name is Heather Hale. All right. Well, how do I do it? How do I do that much research for every show? I, and this is not, I'm not saying this is a good trait at all. At all. But I am, what's the word I want to use here? I went to community college. Myopic, I think you would call it. If I get hooked on something, I will dive into it. And then when I'm diving into it, I'll, I'll see little weird parts of the story that other people don't, that, that won't stand out to normal, well-adjusted people, and I'll dive into them. When I was diving into Jim Jones in Jonestown, I was diving into it, and I, I, the door-to-door selling monkeys, you don't understand. I paused for like 45 minutes trying to find out how much the monkeys were and what the monkey pitch was. I need to hear somebody knock on my door and give me a pitch to sell a monkey or to, to, for me to buy a monkey. That ha- what is the selling point? <laughs> uh, it's, it's, so that's, that's how I do it. Anyway, and because I am so myopic, that's why I'm able to come up with a new topic for every day. But like I said, Jim Jones, natural hustler. And because he's a natural hustler, he starts trying to get into faith healing. You've seen the faith healing on TV. Chris, you know what I'm talking about. I don't know if you rabbis do that, but with the faith healing stuff, with the always televised, don't get me wrong, I have, I have nothing against somebody believing their faith can heal them. I believe that's been done you know, a trillion times throughout history. But the, the televised pastor where he hits them on the head and they fall over and they wake up, I'm cancer-free or something like that. I can walk again. That kind of, You know exactly what I'm talking about. He, of course, starts digging into that at a time when faith healing was, of course, becoming big business in America. He starts making some money. What, Chris? $29 for a monkey? Oh, that's not bad. That's not, I think it would be annoying, though. Don't you think it would be climbing everything? You don't think it would be annoying? What? No more than a cat or a dog. Hold up, pal. The dog is limited to the ground. The dog is, if you want to say cat, fine, because cats are the devil. I would never have a cat, ever. But you, let's not lump monkeys in with dogs, buddy. The monkey's going to be swinging from, that might be cool to have him swinging from stuff, though. Think how much you could freak out the guests if you had some guests over and you had him like hanging upside down from upstairs or dropping on one. <laughs> You'd end up giving someone a heart attack. All right, focus, Chris. It's not about the monkeys. Dang it. All right. Jim Jones tries faith healing. He tells people he started to. This is what happens when you start to speak in front of people and you're good at it. Or you start to get really any level of fame. This is what happens. You start to believe your own press. It's inevitable. It's, it, it's, ba- it's almost everybody. They start to believe their own press. Jim Jones, as big of a weirdo as he was, was an insanely charismatic dude. A really good looking dude. He just, the women were dying for the guy. I mean, you look up a picture of Jim Jones, that's a good-looking man. And he's got this personality and this charisma, and the ladies love him, and he's faith-healing. And, and what happens is your ego, your ego, nobody can ever bring it down. 
In fact, what you start to do is, when you get famous, you start to run out anyone in your life who does bring it down. Oh, I've got my boys. i got Tom and Larry and Tony, and they tell me how important I am every single day. And look at all these girls over there. Oh, we love you. You're the best. Oh, you're so handsome. And you got one person in your life that says, dude, are you going to take your trash out? Or your, 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 your Trash everywhere in your house. You look like a slob. That's the guy you unfriend and don't talk to anymore. You start making your own bubble. Jim Jones is in a bubble. It's about to get bad. Hang on. My Eden Pure Thunderstorms. They have changed. Well, they've changed what I put in my body. I don't take allergy medication anymore. You realize that? These air purifiers are so good, I don't have to take allergy medication anymore. That's how good they are. I bought one. I've told you the story before. My sons came and stole them from me promptly. And then I turned around and bought two more. I actually walked in my son's room the other day. And, you know, there are two boys sleeping in the same room. So it smells awful. Walked in my son's room the other day. Smelled great. That's how incredible these things are. They don't cover up odors. They completely eliminate them. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use the code word JESSE for $10 off. Jesse Kelly returns next. Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We still have Michael Malice coming up one hour from now. The anarchist Michael Malice. I actually want to ask him. It's not that you're going to stump him because he has something for everything, but I want to ask him. All right, you see this chaos going on right now in Minneapolis. What does the anarchist want done with something like that? You talk to the average American. Right now, what they would want, they would want the police to mobilize, enforce, stop the destruction, stop people getting hurt, go back home, everyone calm down, that kind of thing. Riot shields and batons, stuff like that. Not that you cheer for anybody getting hurt. That's what people want. What's an anarchist solution? What if there aren't any cops? I want to know. I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him here in a little bit. All right, back to our story. Jim Jones, as he's rising, is seeing a lot of success. He starts to tell people that he's been resurrected. I told you he was starting to get in love with communism. Now he's starting to get way in love with communism. He's obsessing over Mao. He actually obsessed over Hitler, too, but he's starting to obsess over Mao. Gets married, has lots of kids, and his congregation, the People's Temple— is growing and growing rapidly. And he is surrounded by only fans now. So his delusions are getting really, really, really bad. He becomes a national name. And how does he become a national name? Let's pause here for a moment. This is at a point in America's history 
where we weren't nearly as racially united as we are now. Granted, we're about to be racially divided again because we're letting them divide us, but that's another story entirely. But this was a point in time where it wasn't that great. It really wasn't that great. Well, he's adopting black kids, adopting Asian kids with his wife, speaking out against racism. Remember, He's big on this now, and the American communists were big on jumping into the civil rights movement to use it for their cause. He's doing the same thing, and he's doing it really smartly. He's building shelters for addicts, for old people. So he's becoming a a star with the national press. All you have to do is, is, is go that way. And you will become a star with the national press. He has famous politicians like Harvey Milk talking about how great Jim Jones is. He, this, he, we think of Jim Jones now as this backwater, uh, some weird backwater cult guy who killed a bunch of people. And no, nobody really, I mean, it was a few people. Everybody, Jim Jones was nationally known. This was a, this was a national dude. That's why it was so big. And the people's temple is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. How big? How about 20,000 members? 20,000 members of the people's temple. And we need to understand this because this is really a story about human nature, as almost all stories are. People are always coming, but people are always going as well. There are people, there's always a percentage, a small percentage, granted, but there's always a percentage of people out there who, who are looking and thinking to themselves, this doesn't feel right anymore. I'm going to break away from the group, and I'm going to walk away. And boy, do you really want to be one of those kinds of people in life. If you've ever been in a cult, actually, that's a good idea, Chris. If you've ever been in a cult, flirted with a cult, left a cult... Of any kind, I don't care if it's the shortest, dumbest story in the world, email us, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You know I'll read it on the air. Anyway, he is so twisted by now. Remember he said he was he was kind of Christian growing up and then went hardcore communist and then decided he was going to infiltrate the church with communism? He's now just gone complete communism, meaning he's preaching against the Bible from the pulpit. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's it, it's it's an odd story. He claims the Bible is racist and sexist. Any of this sound familiar at all? Anybody? Anybody? He says America is racist and sexist. Any of this familiar yet? Remember, there is nothing new under the sun. People are obsessed with him. They are joining the church, and he's forcing them but they're doing it willingly. I mean, it's just part of the entrance requirements. You have to give everything to Jim Jones. That house, go sell your house now. Bring me all the money from the sale of your house. Bring me all the money you have in savings. This is all part of joining the people's temple. Huge amounts of money, everything. And children, too. I'm not making this up. He like all communists, believe children should not be raised by their parents. They should be raised by the whole community. So you're signing up. You're so obsessed with this, with belonging, with 
with Jim Jones, with whatever the appeal is, you show up with Little Billy, and you're like, yeah, you, you can, here's here's the 50000 from selling my house, and take Little Billy, too. Thanks, Billy. Hopefully I'll see you at lunchtime. Maybe they'll give us 10 minutes together. And people are getting a sense of belonging here. And there's something else that comes with this, and I'm not going to dwell on this because in my mind it's not that important, but I should bring it up just for the history of it. You know, it's a family show, so I'm not going into it. There are, as you can imagine, 20,000 People's Temple members, a narcissistic nut job like that in charge, uh, very charismatic, very handsome. He was getting a lot of attention from the female members of the temple, a lot of it. And that was producing, it's just, the other reason I bring it up, it's important for our story, it's, it's ending up with more children, children from different places. And lots of times these women who would have these children would feel neglected or ostracized. And sometimes it's the women, the mothers of the extra children who are bailing. Oh, I'm checking out. This seems like a bad place. He's a bad guy. I'm leaving. And the American media starts to turn on Jim Jones as more and more people are leaving. And they're starting to tell worse stories about about things that go on there. They're starting to hear rumors about people are beaten if they step out of line. Jim Jones is now surrounded by armed bodyguards. But if you're in it, if you're in it, this is for many of these people the first sense of belonging they've ever had. Well, Jim Jones takes all this money that he's acquired, and it was a significant amount, and he packs up uh, not all 20,000, obviously, because it didn't end up that way, but packs up what he considers his core group of people, and he moves to Guyana. I don't expect you to know where Guyana is. It's in South America. That's all you need to know. It's in the northern part of South America. What are they doing in Guyana? He's going to build a communist paradise. He builds this huge town in the jungle. Now, I say town that's being really kind about it. It's not exactly schools and skyscrapers and running water and what you would think of as a town. It's just a bunch of shacks. They weren't very good at this whole thing. And he tells people, this is going to be our communist paradise. The This is the peak nuclear fears part of the world or time in, in history, too. So he's telling people there's going to be a nuclear holocaust soon, but we'll be safe here. But here's the thing about being a member, moving down to Guyana, and then things start getting weird. At what point in time, put yourself in their shoes, these cult members, at what point in time do you feel like you're in too deep? Because you know it was hitting a lot of people, and we already know this, it was hitting a lot of people this time, I'm in too deep. But you're in Guyana. Your kids are being raised communally. What are you going to do if you're in too deep? What's there to do about it? We will wrap up our story about Jim Jones, and then we'll talk about an MSNBC host getting a hard dose of reality. Hang on. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show.
No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and it's going to be an awesome day. Remember, you can find me on social media at Jesse Kelly DC on Twitter, Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm also on Locals. That's the one I can't be kicked off of, so that's probably the safest bet at this point in time. <laughs> All right. The People's Temple. They are now in Guyana, South America, and they're trapped. They're in way, 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 way too deep with Jim Jones and his cult. He takes away their passports. He is now in a place where, this isn't San Francisco. South America is pretty far away. He doesn't have to pretend to be nice anymore. So beatings now are regular. Remember, they're communists and communists don't change. Pay attention. Because they're all around you now. They control every part of your system now. Communists do not change. Slave labor is always part of it. What do the people do there all day? Well, they're not out uh, playing badminton and cornhole. No, they have to eat. So he has them try to cultivate crops with slave labor. Remember, this is also the South American jungle. So they're swarmed by mosquitoes, disease. They're really only eating, for the most part, what they can grow. So the food is terrible. There were days where they'd have rice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, not Jim Jones, of course, by the way. He had steak. He claimed to have an allergy. He had steaks and stuff in there for him. Remember, communism never changes. The guys at the top are always eating steak while we die. The guards now, it's way beyond armed bodyguards. Now they have armed guards patrolling the perimeter of Jonestown. Why? Well, they tell the people it's because they're expecting an attack from mercenaries who are going to kill them all. But really, the armed guards are meant to keep people inside. He's so worried about people trying to escape that he will, when he has someone out on watch, he'll drug them so they won't escape while they're out on watch. It's that bad. Jim Jones is well beyond delusional now. He is deeply, deeply into drugs. The people are scared. They're all paranoid. It's getting dark. And he comes up with this plan. 
He starts waking people up in the middle of the night and handing them a glass of what he tells them is poison and have, having them drink it. No, it wasn't really poison yet. Hint, hint. It was a loyalty test. If they took too long to drink it, he considered them disloyal. That's how bad it's getting there. People back home are starting to put pressure on the U.S. government. A lot of this pressure is coming from these ladies who had had kids with Jim Jones. Well, he took off with the kids. They're petitioning the U.S. government. Uh, this guy's a psycho. You don't understand how bad this cult is. And he has my son. We're talking long written affidavits, so on and so forth. And Jonestown, in the meantime, they're practicing for an attack from the outside. They're doing regular drills at night. They called them white knights. They... They did fake sniper attacks on Jim Jones so the people in Jonestown would believe there actually are mercenaries outside. He would send a sniper out there to take a bad pot shot at him. Whoa, I told you we were under attack to keep people scared and keep people in there. Finally, a congressman, his name was Leo Ryan, credit to him, flies to Guyana. He has a group of journalists with him. He has some of the former cult people with him. Jim Jones knows he's coming. Jim Jones essentially meets him there at the airport. They land at an airport and says, okay, well, of course, you're welcome. Come on in, Congressman. The former cult people are not welcome. They've been kicked out, but you are more than welcome to come in with your journalists. He hosts a reception for them. Now, Ryan is there. To, to get people. I mean, credit to this guy. He's there to physically get people and bail them out. He has journalists all around him. And one of the cult people slips a note to one of the journalists and says, I want out. I know all these people who want out. We're scared. Please take us with you. Well, Leo Ryan gathers up some of these people and says, we're leaving. One of the cult members then attacks Leo Ryan with a knife but he gets away from him, and Jim Jones steps in and says, whoa, 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 calm down, calm down. No attacking the congressman. Yes, congressman, you want to go? Go, please, please, of course. Oh, yes, you can take all these other people who said they wanted to go, too, all the call people. You're more than welcome to. They take off. They drive back towards the airport. But they didn't understand completely what they were dealing with here. And I want you to understand something before we wrap up our story. When I say communists don't change, I want you to get this. They don't change because it's the same religion. It has always been the same religion. It, came from, it comes, always comes from the same dark place inside of somebody, and it always manifests itself the same way. Why does it do that? Well, there are a lot of reasons, but... I'll give you the big one, and then we'll wrap up our story on Jumpstown. Hang on, hang on. Hey, Dad. Your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, 
why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can, making sure they're safe and comfortable. But it's just as important that you take some time for yourself. At AARP, we can help with information and useful tips on how you can maintain a healthy life balance, care for your own physical and mental well-being, and manage the challenges of caring for a loved one. Because the better care you take of yourself, the better care you can provide for your loved one. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. You're there for them. We're here for you. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org caregiving. That's aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. By the way, if you missed any part of the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show, you can catch it all on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. On iTunes, subscribe, leave a five-star rating, leave a review talking about how handsome I am. We're over 700 of them now. (laughs) Oh, and I have new ones. I'll read them today on the air. And remember... Today is a Medal of Honor Monday. I'm going to get to that very, very shortly. We don't do anything good or right or decent on the show, except for one time a week on Monday, we pick a Medal of Honor citation from one of our heroes, and we just read it on the air because these men and their deeds deserve to be remembered. We have a packed show today. We have a Black Lives Matter millionaire. Minneapolis is burning An MSNBC host was just introduced to a heavy, heavy dose of this thing we like to call reality. All right, let's wrap up Jonestown. Then it's on. Hang on. Jesse Kelly Show. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, 877-377-4373. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Remember this. I read all your emails, all of them. Send me your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions can get sent throughout the week. I read all of them. I'm not going to respond. I get way too many. You send them, I read them. Back to our Jonestown saga. Congressman Leo Ryan Some journalists, they get to Jonestown, have their reception, snatch up some of the call people who are desperate to leave. They take off for the airport. Jim Jones says, no, don't attack him anymore. Let him go to the airport. They get back to the airport. Only Jim Jones 
had his armed guards waiting there for him. He called them the Red Brigade because, of course, he did, that dirty commie scumbag. The armed guards open up on Congressman Leo Ryan and gun him down. They gun down four other people, too. One of the, quote, defectors was actually a spy, pulls out a gun, and starts gunning people down, too. Now, at this point in time, Jones is back in Jonestown. He knows the game is up. He gets up, and he gives a speech, and it's really, really creepy. You can actually hear this speech. There are, there are recordings of all this stuff. You can hear Jim Jones speak. He gives a speech telling the people in the cult, now that the congressman has been hurt, the mercenaries are going to come and torture and murder all of them. He tells the parents and that it's time for all of them to die. And he wants, he wants them to die their own way because everyone dies, and he wants them to kill the kids first. Now, it's, it's always, there's that saying out there of don't drink the Kool-Aid. That's always in reference to Jim Jones. Uh, here's, a little, here's a little water cooler talk for you. It was not Kool-Aid. They didn't drink any Kool-Aid. There was no Kool-Aid there. It was a mixture of uh, uh, cyanide and Valium and just grape flavoring. It wasn't grape Kool-Aid. Boy, did Kool-Aid get some bad press out of that whole thing, Chris. <laughs> there was no Kool-Aid there. And I'm not going to go into the details of it too much because so many kids died here, and that's just that's too much for me. Uh, dying from cyanide is not pleasant, and it's not fast. Not at all. It is a... Uh, it is a rough way to go. They drank it. Kids died first. It's also a noisy way to go. So if if you want to you want to share that for a moment, you have what, Chris? No, Chris went and got the last speeches. You know what? Maybe we'll play a little audio from that last speech a little later on in the show. It's too dark right now. It's just the kids died first. It's not a quiet death. It's not a pleasant death. Then the parents were dying, too. Parents started drinking it, too. Uh, You should know, once again, not everybody wanted to die. Not everybody wanted to die like this. There were armed guards walking around forcing people to take this at gunpoint. Jim Jones, of course, didn't have the guts to take the cyanide that he made all his other people take. Went and shot himself in the head. Killed himself. The end of the day, 909 people died in Jonestown. If you have a strong stomach, and only if you have a strong stomach, you can actually just do an internet search for Jonestown Massacre, and you will undoubtedly see as one of, if not the top pictures, a picture of the pavilion, like the preaching open pavilion where they did it, Dead people lined up like sardines, 909 of them. How in the world can any human being find themselves so deep in something that they would willingly take a glass of cyanide and give it to their child? Forgetting about yourself, give it to their child. And not not, not some psycho... Somebody who loves their child. Here, honey, I love you. Take this poison and die. How could anyone get to that point mentally? 
here's the tough part for you and I to swallow. It's not as difficult as you think. It's just as it's just a matter of what you surround yourself with at all times. I saw this headline and it, it look, it won't it won't it won't make this headline won't make headlines, but boy, it stood out to me. MSNBC host, Chris Hayes is his name, MSNBC host totally confused by revelation that Hunter laptop Hunter Biden laptop story is real. Um, everybody who was outside of the system knew that Hunter Biden had a laptop. On Hunter Biden's laptop was some really, really, really ugly stuff. When I say ugly, I'm more talking about the dirty business dealings and things like that. But on on top of that, there's obviously a bunch of really personal stuff on there. Of of, of you know, uh, he's obviously got a ser- serious drug addiction problem and uh, ladies of the night. And I will tell you, contrary to most people on my side, I don't I don't like looking at that stuff. And I actually do think it's really sad. He is a severely, severely messed up human being. And I don't look at drug addicts as as pieces of garbage. We are all severely flawed and fallen and we all have our vices. And drugs, drugs just destroy people, man. They just destroy people. They destroy lives, destroy families. They're terrible. I mean, it's absolutely terrible what it's done. But there was a lot of really ugly stuff on there. And remember, this story came out. The New York Post broke this story. Before the presidential election, big tech not only closed the Twitter account of one of the biggest newspapers in the United States of America, the New York Post, they they banned the account of anybody who tried to repost a story. I mean, Facebook, Twitter, everybody locked shields and decided this story could not be shared, should not be shared. They have that poll that took place after the election where enough Democrats said they wouldn't have voted for Joe Biden if they'd known about it. It would Joe, Donald Trump would have won. This changed the election, the system deciding that you couldn't, you couldn't see this story. But here's the thing, and this is one of the, one of the big dangers we face right now. When I talk about the system, when I talk about complete cultural Marxist control of every single American institution, and I mean every one of them now. They have them all. They have the church, sports, media, entertainment. They have all the corporations. We'll get to that here in a little bit, about 100 corporations holding a meeting about voting laws. Oh, yeah, it's spicy. They own it all. Well, here's the danger. When you own the entire system, The average person, not just an MSNBC host, but an average person. And sadly, no, I'm not talking about you. You listen to conservative talk radio, or at least you listen to my show. So you're not an average person. The average, relatively non-political person who decides elections. That person, how completely twisted up and manipulated is their worldview? And they have no idea. They have no idea. That's the real danger. This guy, this guy covers the news for a living. Yes, he's a left-wing hack, but he covers the news for a living. And he finds out about the Hunter Biden laptop stuff that we've all known about for six months, and he's shocked. 
He's stunned. What? What? Hunter Biden had a laptop. That is the danger. Because the normal, average, everyday Joe only encounters lies unless he's seeking out truth. And that's the problem we have now. It's way worse. I'm not done yet. Hang on. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. My Eden Pure Thunderstorm. Well, it's taking care of my allergies. I used to wake up, and I don't I don't want to give you too many details on this because it's kind of gross. No one likes to hear this, but I would wake up in the morning and have to blow my nose like three times right off the bat. But it wasn't, honestly, it wasn't the nose that killed me when it comes to allergies. It was my eyes. I can blow my nose, but my eyes are itchy and watery, and I would wake up sometimes, and I would have a a tear dripping out the side of my eye. That's how bad my allergies ravaged me. And I was always taking these over-the-counter allergy pills. I don't take any anymore. The only thing I changed in my life was I bought an Eden Pure Thunderstorm. It sits right beside my bed. Believe me when I tell you this thing works. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Use the code word JESSE at checkout for 10 bucks off. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. All we're doing is laying down our life. We're not letting them take our life. We're laying down our life. We're taking their lives. We just want peace. Well, thank you to Jewish producer Chris for turning the creepy factor up by 9,000 times playing actual Jim Jones audio of the speech he gave the people of the People's Temple, right before 909 of them, drank cyanide. How could you do? How could you give your child cyanide? Well, everything you've seen and heard and read for a period of time has pointed you one direction, aimed you one way, and only one way. And that twists up the human mind into doing things that are unspeakable. This is what I wanted you to understand. This is why I kept it over because I wanted to talk about it for one more second here on the Jesse Kelly Show. The reason I think this is so dangerous that we have the system in complete control by the hardcore leftists. It's not because some idiot NBC host didn't know about Hunter Biden's laptop. It's not even about Hunter Biden or Hunter Biden's laptop or China or drug addiction. It's not about that. I want you to understand this. Remember that poll that came out a couple months ago? Of they, they polled each party to see the biggest issues that were facing the country. And on the right, it was all issues, taxes, spending, border, all, the, all that stuff. And on the left... The number one issue by a mile, by a mile on the left, was white supremacy. 
white supremacy that's been virtually eradicated in the United States of America. Yeah, there's always some idiot out there with a swastika on or a KKK add-on, but there's there's no organized white supremacy. It's completely shunned. It's been run out of the country. It's gone. And it's the number one issue for the left. They think, they genuinely think they're the good guys and you're a Nazi. And that is the danger. And that is why I've told you, and I don't make any bones about it, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it for radio or to make anybody feel better. Go get a gun and learn how to use it safely first. Safety is always first. Don't go get a gun and head right to the range. Learn how to use your weapon safely. Go get a gun and learn how to protect yourself. We are entering into a different time in this country. It's going to be different because the system has never had so much control. All one voice, all one ideology, and all that one voice is telling these people is, you're the enemy. You're the enemy. How deep does it go? Headline from the Washington Post. More than 100 corporate executives hold a call to discuss halting donations and investments to fight controversial voting rights bills. You heard it right. A hundred of the most powerful people in the United States of America, Delta, American, United, Starbucks, Target, LinkedIn, Levi Strauss, Boston Consulting Group, Atlanta Falcons, so on and so forth, all on a phone call discussing how they should respond, discussing the appropriate level of retribution for a state passing a law telling someone to show ID at the polls. Wrap your mind around that. And now understand how dire this threat is. We are in so much more trouble than a 2022 midterm election can solve or a 2024 presidential election can solve. They have complete control of every part of our culture. Oh, Chris, you know what, Chris? Play that Jim Jones a bit. I have a Jim Jones bit again. I have something else I want to say. Hurry up, Chris. We can't wait all day just because I dropped this on you right off the bat. (laughs) But listen, I want you to listen to this. This is a cult leader inspiring 900 people to kill themselves. Remember the, the, the uh, Oliver woman said she she come over and kill me if her sons wouldn't stop her. These, these are people, the peddlers of hate. All we're doing is laying down our life. We're not letting them take our life. We're laying down our life. We're taking their lives. We just want peace. All I'd like to say is that my, um, my so-called parents are filled with so much hate. And treachery. I think you, you people out here should think about how your relatives was and be glad about that the children are being laid to rest. And I like to say, is I thank and be glad that the children are being laid to rest. Now, that's on YouTube. You played that off of YouTube, Chris. Hey, Chris, do me a favor, really quick, and play that uh, play that Donald Trump speech off YouTube. Oh, Eddie's speech is fine. Oh, there's nothing? That's the system, ladies and gentlemen. That's the system. And that's how big the problems are. 
I, I'm not, not telling you this to be a Debbie Downer. I'm telling you this because on the right, I, I feel like people are not wanting to acknowledge how bad the problem is. It's one thing to say there's a problem. It's another thing to acknowledge how dire the situation is. We're not taking on a little water. The iceberg has already ripped a hole in the bottom of the Titanic, and we're sinking into the ocean quickly. That's how bad it is. They did a, an ideological purge of the U.S. military. Your church. Oh, speaking of church, this took place in Edmonton. It was in Canada. Took place in Edmonton. Church decided they were going to keep having church when they've been told they weren't allowed to have church. So they took down the fencing the cops had put up around the church. The state then promptly mobilized 200 police officers to march on the church and shut it down. 200 of them. How far do you think we are from that? Oh, Jesse, that could never happen here. Really? Hmm, that's weird. Looking at my watch, I remember just a little over a year ago, a pastor being placed under arrest in the state of Florida for having church. You like to think, because it's so hard to accept the truth, you like to think, oh, we're a million miles away from this being a problem. We are about 20 feet away from this being a big, big, big problem. A big problem. And it's not just it's not just the scumbags at the top who are leading people astray. It's that relatively normal people, all they've heard is white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy, America's sexist, America's sexist, America's sexist, America, America uh, oppresses gay people, America's evil, America's colonist, America's that's all they've heard. They're not bad people. They are products of everything they've consumed with their eyes and ears their whole life. How are we supposed to deal with this when half the country hates the country and half the country, they think you're a white supremacist? I have black friends of mine who get called white supremacists when they say something conservative. I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. That's how deep it goes. How, how warped. Does your mind have to be to go that way? Well, people's temple were handing their child a, a glass of cyanide. You heard that guy, the guy that after Jim Jones, I think we just need to lay down our children because my parents were mean to me. That's where we are. We are in a bad place. We have to figure out a way to claw ourselves out. But I have some solutions for you. We're going to talk to Michael Malice, the anarchist, next See what he has to say about this carnage in Minneapolis. Hang on. You don't have to dip forever. You know that, right? You don't have to smoke forever. And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I've been that guy. I dipped for so long. And what would happen is I would decide I'm going to quit. That's bad for me. I'm going to quit. I'm a man. I don't need any help. I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch. That didn't work. Gum, sunflower seeds. I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's mint chew. Go, put in your dip. 
just make sure it's Jake's Mint Chew. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. Get a jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, you get 10% off. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.